hope you enjoy today's Central Valley Politics podcast. If you have anything you'd like us to research for you or to discuss between now and November 8th, please tweet the signal at CSU Signal or me at Shannon Stevens, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-S-T-E-V-E-N-S. You can also email us at standstatepodcasts at gmail.com. And remember, every vote counts. So get out there and make a difference this Tuesday, November 8th. Welcome to Central Valley Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Stevens. And joining us today, we have Gil Esquerre, who is running for District 2 City Council here in Turlock. Hello. Welcome, Gil. Yeah, thank, thank you for thank coming. You. And uh, our students this time um, are Clara and Hilda. I'll have them introduce themselves so you know who they are doing most of this interview. Okay. My name is Clara, and I'm part of The Signal, which is a school newspaper here at CSU Stan. And I am also in a political communications course with Dr. Stevens. So that's why I am here right now. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Hilda Flores. I am a writer for The Signal as well, and I'm also um, a music director for KCSS. Also, I have my own podcast. It's called Ask the Reporter, <laughs> and I talk to reporters of The Signal, and I ask them about the stories that they've written. It's really fun. You should definitely go check it out. It is a great podcast, so thanks for the intros, <laughs> um, and we're going to get started. We're just going to take some turns asking you questions, and it's going to be mostly the students talking to you, so okay. Hilda, you want to start us off? Yeah. So right. what inspired you to run for city council? Well, many, many reasons. Um, I guess the primary reason was that uh, we've been pretty up underrepresented on, on the west side, and uh, this is the first year that Turlock will be doing district elections. And I saw the opportunity open up that uh, we can actually have somebody on the city council, somebody talking at the table, voicing our concerns, and uh, trying to pull some of those city resources back over to our side of town. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So then I go next. My question is, um, what in your work and life experiences make you the right person for the job? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That is a tricky question. What is the right person? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have um, pretty much stayed away from politics a lot because I never really thought I'd be in the political arena. Uh, but I, I am familiar enough to know that everything you do is political. There's, you have to play to win or, you know, and... Um, I just think that uh, my life in general has, uh, has given me many, many opportunities. Um, I've done many things. I've worked in many organizations, volunteer organizations. So I know how to get people to work together to join for a common cause. And I think that's kind of what we need. Um, I feel that uh, part of the problem today is that there's too many people looking to see how they will benefit from the political office that they're trying to hold. And uh, I feel that I'm, I tell everybody, I'm not, I'm not a politician. I want to be a representative. I want to represent the people on my side of town. All right. Thank you. So I actually have a follow-up question about that. Um, you said you volunteered. Do you mind giving some examples of where you volunteered? Oh, I've been in many groups. Uh, back in the day before most of you were born, there was an organization <laughs> called the JCs. They're, they're still around, okay? They're still around. It's not quite as big as and, and powerful as it used to be. 
and the Turlock chapter actually had an excellent chapter here. We were one of the, we were top in the state. Uh, we had probably eleven thousand members throughout the state, and Turlock. Uh, I think we we got up to somewhere close to a hundred members, and we were we had an active club going. Um, we did programs like. Uh, Christmas shopping tour for kids. Uh, you'll see various splinter groups doing something similar now. Uh, we used to do things like uh, dial a ride for seniors, discounts. Oh, yeah. uh, we used to the programs we implemented were you know you'll you'll still see those programs being sponsored by somebody else someplace along the way, but we started a lot of those. We, we were okay. pretty responsible for that. Uh, currently, uh, I'm in the uh, Knights of Columbus. And um, we do a lot of community work uh, with many different organizations. Uh, we will do fundraisers. Again, it's just a matter of finding out what the problem or the issue is and finding out who you have to get together to work to solve the problem. All right. So, yeah. Thank you. Um, so do you have a philosophy or a guiding principle that you live by or that you run your campaign by? Um, actually, it's pretty interesting because to me, I think one of the things that we're missing, and, and I think you'll notice that if you, if you watch the, the debates, which I'm sure you've seen them, uh, I think we're missing respect and uh, tolerance for one another. And uh, if we lose that focus, uh, we're not taking care of our job anymore. We're not, again, we're not being representative of the people that put us in the position. And that is, that is, uh, to me, that's, that's key. That's really good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll, okay. In a minute, you're up next. Right. <laughs> so what do you think um, are the biggest problems that you will see Turlock facing in the next four years? We have many problems. Um, the streets on the west side. Okay, streets in Turlock are all bad. There's, there's <laughs> bad, bad streets all over town. But uh, some of the streets on the west side are so badly deteriorated, they can't be repaired. They need to be replaced. And it's like anything you have, if, if you fix it right away, yeah, it's going to cost you a little bit of money. But if you neglect it and say, well, I'll fix it later when I have more money, guess what? It's going to cost you more because now you have to do more repairs. And so some of these streets are so badly deteriorated they need to be replaced we are over 90 million dollars behind in street maintenance in Turlock jeez oh jeez and it's so it's so clear when you're on the west side of town yeah, yeah. so yes. clear exactly definitely a bumpy ride for sure <laughs> i live on that side so i know every time so do i i've yeah. been on the west side all my life <laughs> so then could you um maybe tell us a little bit about the problems with um homelessness or Homelessness, it's an, it's an interesting issue because the first thing that we have to remember is that it's not illegal to be homeless. And a lot of people forget that. They think somebody that's just on the streets, oh, criminal. And that's not always the case. Now, some of the behavior that you see out there, yes, it's criminal. And uh, actually, Turlock um, has started what they call the diversion program. I'm not sure if you're aware of the diversion program. But it, uh, they started implementing that a few years back, and it looks like it's been uh, fairly successful. And what they do is 
if someone is uh, seen or cited for something, instead of taking them directly to jail, they will give them an option. Okay, you now have the option to do community service, so many hours, or you go through the court system. Many of these people are going to choose the community service. And then they have a chance. If there's, um, I actually was looking at these st statistics um, a couple of weeks ago, and I don't remember them all offhand. But just in general, say uh, you have 200 homeless people that, that are causing problems. Of mm -hmm. uh, those 200 that have been contacted and given these options, you probably have only, uh, I think there was a half a dozen that are repeat obituary habitual repeat offenders most of them they don't see them uh, in trouble again so the diversion program seems to be working and i think we need to encourage the um, program to keep going okay all right thank you it's a great program um i'm, I'm also interested in uh the sort of ag versus urban thing that's happening and that's certainly important in your district you have it such it strong is, ag. It is extremely important to the entire city of Turlock. Yeah. Um, they uh, are constantly trying to push the boundaries beyond west of uh, 99 or north of uh, Taylor Road. And uh, we need to maintain that agricultural land or else we will be the same as your Bay Area, uh, your Los Angeles, your, your ag, ag is gone. We will just once you once you break that line and get across it, uh, they will just start going all the way to Patterson, mm -hmm. and then what? Then you have all your ag is gone. Agriculture has always been important to this side of to this area, mm -hmm. uh, not just Turlock but the whole valley, and uh, I think the things we produce here are needed all over the world. Uh, we need to maintain those. We can't lose them. Mm -hmm. It's one of the main draws for me coming mm -hmm. here was the strong agriculture. That's wonderful. All right, so you alluded to uh, the lack of respect and tolerance in um, certainly <laughs> in our presidential election. I, I think our city council election has been quite lovely so far. Um, but one of the questions that I have for you, one of the things I struggle with in my political communication class and in all my classes is um, helping my students to understand why they should vote and why they should care about their city council. <laughs> so can you talk to them a, a little bit about <clears> that? I say that, and this and this is you asked me earlier why one of the reasons that I, I ran. Okay, this is one of the big reasons. One of the things that I always tell people, and I've always told people for as long as I can remember, is, did you vote when they're complaining about something? Did you vote? No. Then shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's my basic answer. You know, yeah. if you want to change what's happening, you have to get involved. There's too many armchair quarterbacks out there sitting back, oh, well, they should do this or they should do that or, you know, you should do this or you should do that. And I said, no, we need to do this. We need to fix it. And uh, the importance of voting to me, uh, okay, <laughs> the, since 2008, uh, every single election that's come through here, I have been working uh, for the Stanislaus County uh, uh, elections. I will be, I started out as a, um, a judge uh, moved up into inspector in the last four or five elections I've been a um, um, uh, district inspector so uh, usually I cover from 
the precincts between uh, Newman and Wesley. They put me out on the west side, so I've got that whole area. Usually it's like 12 or 13 precincts that uh, I'm in charge of. To me, voting is that, that's how important it is. You need to be involved in any and every way you can. Never let apathy get in the way. Never let them take away your vote. That's, that's my uh, suggestion. That's my advice to everyone. The, the vote is yours. You can give it away. Nobody can take it away. Well said. Thank you. So um, what is your decision-making process when it comes to your campaign communication? So I mean in, turns, in terms of like social media or door-to-door -door and that kind of stuff. We've been doing a little bit of everything. We've been, uh, in fact, Dale has been doing the uh, Facebook page. I don't know if you had a chance to look at the fa our Facebook page, but he's been doing a, a really great job. Like I said, he uh, started out as a coordinator for my calendar, and uh, little by little, we just kept giving him more and more work. And he just, he's been doing a terrific job. He, um, we have a, a web page that we kind of play with, but I think most, most of the work we're doing is, is through the Facebook page. Um, we are concentrating on uh, ma um, you know, mailing out items, uh, handing out flyers. I've been knocking on doors for the last several weeks. Uh, I'm still knocking on doors, so I figure I'll probably be at least for another week or a week and a half. Uh, we soon, within the next, probably the, the two weeks before the election, we're going to start making phone calls, uh, trying to contact the people that have not voted yet, or to remind them, hey, get the ballots out, you know, you need a vote. So, yeah, we're doing a little bit of every, everything. Okay, cool. Oh, oh, it's me. It's me. <laughs> Awkward silence. That was me. Okay. So would you consider yourself a liberal or a conservative? Uh, <laughs> I consider myself, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Blue Dog Democrats. Um, I am what you would call a moderate Democrat. And I'm going to look at who's doing, trying to do what. And I want to see what the issues are, um, and that'll base my opinion. I'll base my opinion on on who it is and what they're trying to do, and is it better for all of us, or is it just good for you? Okay, all right, that's a good answer. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Thank you. <laughs> it is. That's a great answer. Um, I want to ask you about a couple of specific things. Uh, we have so many um, bond measures. We have so much stuff happening with the the, the various ballot initiatives. But I was hoping I could get some um, input from you on the Turlock Unified School District bond measure NNO aimed at raising money for improving the area elementary and high school infrastructures. What your thoughts are on that? Well, I have one sister that uh, works in the Head Start program. She's been there for many years. I have another sister that uh, just retired uh, <clears throat> as principal of Julian School. She's been, she was a uh, school teacher principal for, I think it was like, 30-some-odd years, and then she retired for about a year, and then she just got a new job as principal of the Sacred Heart School. So I go, ah, retirement did last. <laughs> anyway, so um, I know a lot of teachers. I know a lot of people in the education field, uh, and from what we've seen, uh, we're supporting in and no. Great. Thank you. Um, so I'm curious, where do you stand on Measure L? And that's the sales tax increase aimed at um, improving local transportation mm -hmm. issues. Measure L, at first I was skeptical 
Uh, I've always been skeptical when they want to raise our, our uh, sales tax or any kind of tax, uh, especially if it's a temporary proposition or measure, because uh, temporary doesn't go away. We've had several others that uh, have been imp implemented and never gone away. I wasn't sure because I want to know how much of that money is coming back to Turlock. Um, I know there's needs someplace else, but my concern is Turlock. And um, from what we've seen, the money will be proportionately returned to Turlock. So I think we're 15 point some percent of that money that, that is collected will come back to Turlock. And is it the best plan? I don't know. I, I would have preferred a local plan to where we set up a Turlock plan and we paid for ourselves. That way we weren't dependent on anybody else. But uh, as I said earlier, our streets are in in bad shape. Well, they need to be repaired. Our sidewalks. Um, the just if I could tell a short story, please. Um, just picture this, okay? You've got the twelve-year-old kid walking down the street. There's no sidewalks. He's walking along the side of the street. It's raining, so he's walking along and. Um, see a mud puddle okay so he's gonna go walks around the mud puddle he's walking he's got his hands in his pocket because it's raining so he's cold and uh, next thing you know you see him he you don't see him but he's he's just spinning you know and it's like it takes him a second to figure out he just got hit by a car because he had to walk into the street to get around the mud puddle because there was no sidewalk that is important to me um the driver didn't even see him because it was a dark night. There was no lights on the street. It was raining. And uh, he, the driver felt the, the impact, but like, he didn't see any. So he stopped. He comes out. And um, I was very lucky. I, I, oh. It didn't, didn't hurt me, but that was me. And uh, this is one of the reasons I am a proponent of the sidewalk. We need sidewalks for our kids to get to school. Um, it's, I don't want to be the, the guy or the person that has to go to your house and say, your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister just got hit by a car out here and is injured because there was no sidewalk. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's a, it, this is all important to me. Yeah, thank you. It's a heck of a story. Yeah. I'm glad you're with us. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a few close calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, shifting gears from that heartfelt story, I did not see that twist coming, let me tell you. So, do you have political aspirations beyond city council? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm um, concerned with doing what I can in Turlock, uh, helping where I can on the west side and i have no aspirations of going any further or any place else do you mind elaborating as to why why well mm -hmm. for one thing i'm old <laughs> <laughs> and if i wanted to climb that ladder i should have started 30 years ago okay um again once if it's if it's the field that you're looking for and it's the field you're interested in fine go for it as long as you remember that the job that you're looking for is to represent the people that put you there. 
And I think that gets lost as you go further up the line. And I don't even want to put myself in that kind of situation. And I think as long as I'm local, I have a say of what's going on in my community. And that's what I want to do. That's what's important to me, All my right. community. Thank you. Um, is there anything that you want to add that we haven't already talked about? Hmm, let me think. <laughs> um, more awkward silence. <laughs> I've no, actually, I can't really think of it. I, I would, if I could take an opportunity, I want to thank a, a lot of the people out there that are, have been supporting and endorsing me. Um, as you've seen some of the signs out there, the Turlock firefighters are uh, endorsing me. Um, I had one of the uh, Latino PAC groups from uh, Modesto that uh, is our, they came up and uh, they're endorsing me. Many friends and uh, lots of friends have come up and come out, and they're not even in my district, but they're all cheering me on. And they say, hey, you can do this. Go for it. So I want to say thank you to everybody out there that's been helping me. All right. And to close off the interview, my final question for you is looking five or 10 years into the future, um, what would you want your legacy to be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Legacy. Like, what do you want to be known yeah. for? Remembered yes. For? Uh, I just want to be remembered as the guy that tried to get things done, you know, uh, helped out. One of, I have lots of friends that have said, why are you doing this? Why do you want to get involved in politics? What, you know, this is, what, what's wrong with you? And um, I said, well, as I said earlier, you're complaining about what's happening. I say, why aren't you trying to get involved? That's my answers. Mm -hmm. You ask me why I'm doing, why aren't you? If you're that concerned with what's going on around you, why aren't you all involved? And if I can accomplish setting up a base on the West Side to get the West Side people to stand up and be aware that their voice should be up there, should be making noise, should be contacting me or anybody else on the city council and get some people, young people like you, involved in the, in, the, in, the, in the process, jump up and say, hey, he could do it. I could do that. I want to be city council. I would be more than happy to have young young people come up and say, can you help me? I said, come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Gillis Gare, it has been a pleasure, truly. This was a really wonderful conversation, and it was great to get to know you better. Thank and, you. And thank I'm, you very much for the opportunity. It was wonderful. Appreciate it. Really thank wonderful. You. And thank you to Hilda Flores from KCSS and The Signal, and to Clara Zapian from The Signal, as well as the political communication class here at Stan State. And I'm your host, Shannon Stevens. This has been another fabulous episode of Central Valley Politics. Have a great day. We hope you found today's Central Valley Politics podcast instructive and enjoyable. Special thanks to our producer, Mariah Esparza, and our engineer, Kyle Rankin, for pulling all this together. And of course, a big thank you to Gillis Gare for taking the time to talk to us about the important issues facing the city of Turlock today and tomorrow. Remember, if you have anything you'd like us to research for you or discuss, please tweet the signal at CSU Signal or me at Shannon Stevens. You can also send an email to stanstatepodcasts at gmail.com. 
If you want to read more about the candidates, check out their Facebook pages and coverage of them in the Turlock Journal and the Modesto Bee, as well as CSU's own The Signal, with its special election edition due out November 2nd. We provide links on our Stan State student media websites, kcss.net and csusignal.com. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check back soon for more updates from the team at Central Valley Politics. This is Shannon Stevens at Stan State, where we're doing our part to save the vote.